You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, Monday before Christmas. So if you haven't done your shopping, you have stuff to do. But, you know, it's more about the shopping then. I mean, it's more about the experiences you have and family traditions and things like that. So I hope you have a great one. So this is December 23rd, 2019. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1 in downtown Conroe at Lone Star Community Radio. So... Oh my goodness, my phone just went off with my son. <laughs> anyway, uh, so guests today are Reverend Brent Parker. He's with the church at Wood Forest, and he's going to tell us all about the growth and things that are happening out in the Wood Forest community. And uh, of course, the Christmas Eve services, which would be tomorrow night. Wow, I know. So, time just flies. Time. time flies. So, and then we're going to hear from Santa Claus and all the adventures that he's had with kids and how that uh, makes a difference to him and how he's changed lives. So I don't know if any of you have read the uh, Christmas series. We're doing the uh, 12 Days of Christmas. It's been uh, featured in The Courier on page two. Um, Well, so this is day 10, so days ago. And it's been in there, and uh, I just thought it'd be fun to put some Christmas joy and let people know everything that's been going on with nonprofits throughout the year. It isn't just at Christmas. There's Christmas joy throughout the year. So if you get a chance, go check that out. Today it's featured Family Promise, day 10. And we're going to do kind of like fireworks. We're going to have like three stories and one on Christmas Day. And it will end with that. So some things that are happening in downtown Conroe on New Year's Eve if you haven't made plans yet. I think you're still good. There's a lot of opportunities. Red Brick Tavern is taking reservations for dinner at two different seatings at 5 and 7. Steve Kras will perform on stage at 9.30 p.m. until midnight. Pacific Yard House will feature the popular dueling pianos beginning at 6.30 p.m. And you do need to make reservations for that because a lot of times they have standing room only and it's a lot of fun. That's one of the nights I stay out late is when I go watch that. (laughs) Other than that, I'm usually at home by 10 but or before <laughs> but uh, that that's a lot of fun so go check that out at Pacific Yard House Caleb and the Homegrown Tomatoes our hometown band they will host a Roaring 20s party with special guests the Dan Scott band through the midnight hour at the corner pub just steps down the street from here so with that uh, we're going to go in and talk with Reverend Brent Parker and he is with the church at Wood Forest so Good afternoon, morning, whatever this is. It's kind of kind of weird, you know. It's like two days before Christmas. People, a lot of people aren't working anymore. Of course, you are because right. <laughs> you got things going down. But I think people are starting to get off. The kids are out of school. Mm-hmm. I think they got out last Thursday. Conroe right. ISD. Yeah, Conroe. Most of the ISD. Yeah, That's right. yeah. So everybody's having fun, uh, doing things with family, doing finishing their Christmas list. But let's talk about the church at Wood Forest. Sure, sure. So, so my wife and kids are, my wife's administrator coach and my kids are all out of school. And so my wife says, so you're off this week. And of course, she's joking because this is one of the busiest weeks right? of the year. This one in, in Easter, right? In the church, that's right. The, the two times a year when the world realizes that there's a lot going on uh, as, it, as it pertains to Jesus and his life story. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, believers get together and numbers, numbers of others who are just curious uh, they tend to show up at those two times. But yeah, this is the, the high time here at the end of the year, and there's a lot a lot going on for sure. 
Um, you wanted to know just about the church in general. I'll try to take a, a long story and make it pretty short. To the new building. To the new building, yeah. So so Virgil Yoakum and the Johnson Development folks um, planned this this Wood Forest community many, many years ago. And the Woodlands United Methodist Church decided to, to hop in and help that community grow and to be a part of that community's life. And so around 2014 or so, they bought the land there. And, and then not long after that, reached out to me. I wasn't Methodist at the time, so it was quite surprising that I would be a part of this project. But um, family- It's a good up, fit. It was, you know, it's been good for me. Yes. And the community seems to be affirming. Uh, I think so. Me. How many how many people um, go to the church at Wood Forest? Well, we're somewhere around seven hundred or so on That's a Sunday. A we'll pile That's in a lot. between a few services. Yeah, to, to you know, we've been around for four years. We we were in a Stewart Elementary School. We had we've gone through a, a couple principals over there. They've been just great. Uh, Dr. Julie English is there now at Stewart Elementary and Conor ISD, and they were so generous, gracious to us, and let us meet in their cafeteria. And so we started with one service, and then. Eventually went to two, and, and then when we moved across the street to our building in September, we added a third service so that we could offer a more traditional chapel service as well. Right, that's the one we usually go to, just, just because growing. it's easier to just go early in the morning and then have the rest of the day to do everything else. Yeah. So, But, you know, it's a great partnership with the mm-hmm. school. You still have that partnership, because I notice when they have events, then you have someone over there helping to park the cars and all that. So it's about mm-hmm. community. That's it's, right. It's bigger than the church. Oh, of course. Stuart, There's no boundaries. Stewart Elementary, in fact, when we were getting ready to move out, some of the faculty staff, principal were asking, so are y'all finished with us now that you've got yeah. your own space? And, no, no, no. We'll, it's a we'll, relationship. We're going to share each other's parking lots for sure, share, share each other's uh, facilities. But more important than that, we feel a responsibility to the people. And sure. so we continue to, to offer back to school you know, gifts and clothing and such to the, mm-hmm. the children at that school who are part of that low-income group. Um, at Christmas time, of course, gifts galore. And then monthly, we've got a team of, of folks uh, who provide breakfast or lunch for all the faculty there at Stewart uh, oh, wow. once a month? So it goes back and forth. That's Constantly. just the way. It, that's just the way it rolls, and, and that's what's so really nice. It, it is a community, mm-hmm. you know. And the church is beautiful, you know. When we go to the early service, and you can see the trees back behind there, that's or right. the snow slide at times, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's just amazing because it's kind of within the nature. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a great environment, and it's very easygoing. Um, when you're a guest there, you don't feel that um, it's a scary situation. You're very welcome to come in. Yeah. We, we like being greeters there, you know, to say hello to the people. And, well, and those you greeters know. are the most important folks. You know, well, we, from the very beginning, we, we decided the church would be a front porch church. That's been sort of our moniker since the beginning. And you are literally, too. And the idea of the front porch <laughs> is that, you know, back in the, in the good old days, people lived in their front yards. They knew the names of the children that were riding up and down the streets. And Absolutely. We wanted to be the kind of church that was just like that, where when you pulled into the parking lot, you saw people and not buildings. Mm-hmm. And when you showed up, whether you were uh, a visitor or guest invited by someone else, when you showed up, it, it seemed as if we were waiting for you to arrive. We were excited that you would come, that you belong. Well, and the seating, you you've got yeah. seating outside too. And oh, it's yeah. just very mm-hmm. comfortable, comfortable, casual, welcoming. Mm-hmm. You know, Big that's the biggest porch. thing is it's just very welcoming. And you do a series that's right. every week mm-hmm. on, on the front porch. That's yes? right. I have a, a <laughs> midweek video that I that I send through YouTube and through our, our e-newsletter that uh, basically summarizes I see it, I get what it. you did the previous week and then gets people excited about the week ahead. That was actually a church member's idea. Pastor, could you do something in the middle of the week to remind us of what we learned? Get on it. To spur us on. And so, of course, I jumped right to it. 
No, that's great. So, you know, since this is Christmas, I also wanted to talk about, and we'll go backwards, we'll go sure. all over the place. <laughs> but, so you're doing a series of Whose Child Is This? Mm-hmm. And what I really thought was um, thought-provoking was when the bishop came mm-hmm. and talked about, well, you know, we make room for all these other things, but do we make room for Jesus? Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, it just it spoke to me because, you know, we we come together. He said that we come together when we're threatened, mm-hmm. which 9-11, everybody came together. Harvey, everybody comes together. They stop what they're doing to help community. That's right. And then but then he also said when we have a common devotion. That's right. Yeah. He talked about danger and devotion being yes. the things that he has found draws people together. The gift we have at our church is that it's not just me doing the preaching and teaching, but a lot of the pastors from the Woodlands campus will come over and, and share. And as Bishop was talking, you know, he really highlighted Harvey. And in the Wood Forest community especially, that was really meaningful for those folks. Because a lot of people don't realize about 21 houses went, went under at mm-hmm. Harvey and the community, the way it came together. Not just our church, but folks at Restoration Church just further up the road and the community as a whole. Parts, That's people, just so amazing that people do. And, and you know, I was trying to explain that because we were in Vegas and somebody was talking about the shooting over at Mandalay uh-huh. Bay. And right. I said, you know, and that's similar to when he goes, you guys had Harvey. I said, mm-hmm. yeah. I said, but what's really amazing is that people just stop. That's they right. just stop. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not a sign that says you have to do this. There's just no work. Everybody goes out and gets their hands dirty, their feet dirty, whatever, mm-hmm. and comes together. Do whatever and, it takes. Yeah. It, yes. And so um, that spoke to me, you know, when we talk about Christmas and how it brings mm-hmm. people together and why do we even celebrate Christmas is it at the gifts is it the experience is it families at traditions what's the main thing yeah, yeah. you know um, let's keep the main thing the main thing That's right, <laughs> right? Well, in, in this series you know what child is this what we've been trying to get at is that the birth of Jesus is why Christians celebrate uh, Christmas and and there's a lot of other things that go along with Christmas that really gathers people together it's the buying of gifts and the giving of gifts of course it's the bringing families together but but food's always in there too. Food, of course. Traditional <laughs> foods and all that. <laughs> my family, my, my family's a big Conroe family. We we all gathered up yesterday and and had our fill. But uh, trying to remind people that that Jesus really did come as a promised one. There's this promise we've all been waiting for that would be fulfilled at the birth. There's something unifying about gathering and devotion around this Jesus. Um, but he does come with controversy. You know, the world around us is not. It's not all, perfect. They're not all interested in Jesus, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. And so we have to help. Um, create space where people can hear the true story of why he came and and what he what he left behind for us. Uh, it was sort of like God was showing up for a show and tell experience through the person of Jesus. And we're going to actually talk about that more on Christmas Eve. So, and you you have three Christmas Eve services all tomorrow because tomorrow's Christmas Eve day. Right. It just seems December like it just kind of jumped <laughs> on it, just jumped on us out of nowhere. I mean, it wasn't that long ago since it was summer. Although I missed the summer, I was inside most of the time. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. so you have um, three services tomorrow. That's right. We're gonna three duplicate services: three o'clock, five o'clock, seven o'clock. Uh, I'm excited about it because our children are a huge part of our worship. Every Sunday morning, children stay in worship with us until the sermon. Uh, we found it's important to worship as family. And so uh, our three services, the sermon portion, after we've done a lot of singing and shared in communion and such, uh, we're going to have some children come and help tell the Christmas story. Oh, nice. And then I'll follow it with, with a little teaching of my own. But it'll, it'll give folks an opportunity to really uh, appreciate the way children experience the Christmas story and then to hear something for themselves as adults that might, might draw them 
uh, into the Spirit. Uh, and then, of course, we'll end with the traditional singing a silent night, holy night with the candlelight. And it's a beautiful, I love that. beautiful way to end our service. I love that. So will there be Christmas carols and singing and all of, of that? Of course. Of course. In abundance. There'll, there'll be a lot of singing, <laughs> uh, hot cocoa and cookies and candles. And it'll be, in many ways, your traditional hometown Christmas Eve. Very nice. So, But Christmas doesn't end on Christmas Day, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't. In fact, this next Sunday. You know, as a pastor, we have this great opportunity to preach uh, yesterday on, on Sunday, and then two days later, we get to preach again, and then four days later, it's Sunday again. And it's just sort of the life of the pastor. Kind of a busy but week for you, it, though. It, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> yes. There's a lot involved this week, but I'm, I'm already looking forward to, after Christmas Eve, the following Sunday, I'm actually going to be teaching a message that I've titled, It's Still Christmas. The idea is that Jesus comes, and if we celebrate, and then three days later have everything at the, the trash out by the street and the trees down, the lights are off the house, we can forget that the good news of Jesus is something that enters the world and stays. It doesn't leave right. with the trash or, no, or absolutely. the No, absolutely. That's holiday. kind of what the message of my 12 days of Christmas I was writing yeah. about, so that it's kind of in your heart all year round if you allow it in. That's right. You know, that there, there's good and there's joy and... There's Hope challenges, mm-hmm. but that's life too. I know somebody who they have a little nativity scene and they keep it in their home year round. It's on a shelf year round, always reminding them that Christmas comes, but it never leaves. Oh, and so sure. we're hoping that that's, that's sort of the spirit in the room. Oh, absolutely. I, I drink out of Christmas mugs year round. That's do what you? I do. I mean, seriously. Yeah. When we have some Christmas stuff we keep up. You uh-huh. remember the joy or something like that. We have that up in our home. That's right. Um, but then on, uh, January 6th, Epiphany. Uh, yeah. I mean, does the Methodist Church celebrate Epiphany? I'm not we sure. Do. We came from the Lutheran side. We so do. <laughs> just want to make sure because I do. know that was the day. That's the Epiphany when mm-hmm. the kings arrived there, too. So that's actually, right. that's like the 12th day of Christmas in, mm-hmm. um, in the way it was written. Right. There's a misunderstanding that the wise men were there at the birth. Right. And the truth is, they weren't. No, yeah. they were still they traveling. Came a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the. the January 5th will be sort of the, the kickoff of the new year, of course. Mm-hmm. It's still Christmas celebrating. Um, and then on the 12th, we'll celebrate our anniversary as a church. And so yes, and that's on coming. my list, too. There's a lot coming. So that's four-year anniversary. That's right. That's, that's right. exciting. January 10th of 16 is when we started in the school. And as I said, went from one to two to now three services. And people keep bringing their friends, and, and lives keep being changed. And because it's comfortable. It's comfortable and welcoming. You don't want to go into a church uh, that's new that you don't feel welcome at because it's mm-hmm. a scary thing. Right. There, were, there were a lot of folks who You don't know waiting. what the traditions are. You don't know uh-huh. what you're supposed to do, what the norms are. Just yesterday, a lady from Tennessee was here visiting her family, and she said, so what kind of church are you anyway? And I said, well, it's nice that you have to ask that question. We are United Methodist Church, but you're surrounded by people who Came used to be places. Mormon and Jewish and Baptist. Right. And, Catholic and Episcopalian and from other Methodist churches. And quite honestly, you walk into this room and you're with your neighbors. And so we, we let, we're Christians who are neighbors and, and we let you argue about where you stand on different issues along around the day. And and that's and, uh, okay. We want you to, you don't to read the to, for yourself. If, so do you, do you feel threatened when somebody asks you questions about the church or um, the beliefs or any of that? Not, not at all. Not at all. I, I encourage questions. I welcome questions. In fact, when folks aren't asking questions, I start to get nervous that they're just taking what I say and, okay, that must be true. And it's a very uh, thought. So it shows that they're thinking about it if oh, they yeah. have questions and oh, they're yeah. engaging in the conversation. I anticipate and expect questions. In fact, <laughs> I've, I've recently come upon a, a man in, around our community 
um, who I've interacted with recently, and in those interactions found out that he was an atheist. And, and a lot of hmm. times people will just shut down, or on the other side, they'll feel like they've got to convert them quickly. Right. And, and I've just decided to befriend this man. Right. And, and ask him questions, and then let him ask questions. And we're just... Keep the discussion this, going. A, a place of curiosity, right? They say if you're mm-hmm. talking, you're not listening. If you're not listening, you're not learning. And my desire is to learn more about who this God of the universe is. Right. And, um, and also to share who I understand him to be. And I, I can't have that kind of a conversation with a person if we shut it down by arguing and debating. and That doesn't get you anywhere anyway. Trying to anyway. prove my point quickly no. and immediately. No. It doesn't, it doesn't win. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. And we will be right back and talk a little bit more about the church at Wood Forest and Christmas and what's coming ahead for the church at Wood Forest. I'm Margie Taylor, and we'll be right back. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Did you know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphan children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, health care, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org. That's C-O-R-E-L-U-V.org. Will you help defend the orphan? Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Five's Sweet Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Buys with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongstar.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776.
And we are back. I'm your host, Margie Taylor, for Conroe Culture News every Monday at noon, FM 104.5, 106.1. And it's also on Our City TV. And we'll have a YouTube list later, Conroe Culture, Facebook Live, Conroe Culture News. And it is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic, located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School. So we are doing all about Christmas today. We're talking about Christmas Eve services with the uh, Church at Wood Forest. And they are located on uh, Fish Creek Thoroughfare fair right by Stewart Elementary and they're getting ready to celebrate four years of being there not in the building the building just opened in September That's Labor right. Day ish yeah awesome. right after Labor Day so uh, Brent Parker is the pastor there and um, he's just sharing a lot of great information and you should go check it out so tell me how did you even get into ministry so, you know, all, all of our stories are lengthy. So, again, the shortest version possible. I grew up in the church, loved the church, had great mom and dad who made sure we were in the church. There's always those jokes about we were there every time the doors opened. Well, it was absolutely true for our family. We had the keys. And so oftentimes we had to be there to unlock and let everyone oh, in. Well, but, okay. uh, so I headed off to University of Houston for my undergrad, planning to pursue being a college basketball coach. And mm-hmm. was all full head, head of steam into that vocation and it was super excited about that future. My dad was a coach as well. And uh, along the way, I ended up um, joining fraternity and, and president of that. And, and when I became president of the Interfraternity Council over all the Greeks there at U of H, a guy named Craig Butler approached me and asked if I'd help start a Bible study. And I thought that was a little peculiar because at the time I wasn't really living the life of a person who should be leading a Bible study. And uh, I said, are you sure, Craig, you want me to do this? He says, well, you have a bit of a reputation. We don't need you to teach, but if you would recruit people to come, that would be awesome. (laughs) And so I did. I recruited people to come, and they brought a teacher along the way, and that guy's name was Josh. And Josh just took me under his wing and loved me and encouraged me and and helped me to kind of uh, come back to to who I had been created to be and who my mom and dad had raised me to be. And and in the midst of that, um, he and another guy named Wade Hopkins, who's very active in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in the greater city of Houston, uh, both of them said, you know what, maybe youth ministry would be the best place for you to start. <laughs> and so I did. That's I moved, hard. moved to the Woodlands uh, in 1998 mm-hmm. and joined this little bitty church, the Woodlands Christian Church off North Millbend down there and spent six years there, met my wife early on there, had our first son there. And and then the rest is sort of me going to seminary and it just merged from churches. there. Things just kind of, the, the story it happens. Yeah, it happens. You have different experiences that move you in a different direction. Uh My son, uh, my oldest son, went to Texas Lutheran, and he was a major theology major. He always knew what he wanted to do. He always was going to work in the church. He's not working in the church now, but he he did. He worked at um, Christ the King for seven or eight years as a youth minister. Uh Went to Machu Picchu like four times. Yes, it was tough. (laughs) And I think he got a little burnout because then he um, left the church. Uh, his job, and he traveled to five different underdeveloped countries. Wow! And with a backpack, and with his now wife, okay. my daughter-in-law. How about that? And uh, so he learned a lot, and uh, now he uh, sells funeral services and does more ministry than uh-huh. he realized. That's right. You don't necessarily have to work in the church Not to do all. ministry. He Not listens. He helps people. He has an empathetic ear, you know, mm-hmm. to what's going on. So I. I see that in the church at Wood Forest, mm-hmm. and it's very um, 
It's very welcoming. I mean, that's why we like it. I mean, my husband likes that it's within walking distance, although we don't ever walk there. <laughs> we did all that last weekend. You'll see but, walkers, you'll see golf yes, cart Yes, because we lived in the townhomes, uh-huh. and uh, so we've seen it being built, and we've seen all the construction going on in Wood Forest, and it's just, the whole church is like a community. So... Um, you also have small groups that you do as mm-hmm. well for different things, Bible studies and That's other right. other things going on That's as well. That's right, studies for women, studies for men, uh, co-ed studies. We've, we've got a new series of small groups kicking off in the spring that the church itself will be hearing more about uh, when we get past the new year. And uh, again, those are co-ed opportunities for folks to gather around meals and gather around study and gather in prayer, mm-hmm. uh, again, to create this community Or it's more intimacy as well, because you get more relationships sometimes when it's a smaller group. That's right, to know and be known. Yeah, and then you even have that for youth and confirmation Mm -hmm. and all of that That's right. We have student ministry and children's ministry, of course. And one of the things I'm excited about is uh, Young Life has has come to the North County. And Mm. um, early on before it existed here, we gathered together with some folks from other churches and just began praying about how could we get Young Life back into the North County, servicing high school kids at Conroe, right. and Lake Creek, I haven't heard about that in a long time. Yeah, it's been gone for a while. Yeah. And so we've, we've nice. brought in a guy, uh, we being the community, not we being the church, uh, a guy named Kyle Burdick, who has kicked mm. off. He's got a committee of folks, and they they started this fall. They do meet in our church facility, but it's a, a parachurch outside of us. We support it. We give them a space to meet. Uh, but quite honestly, it's intended to reach kids who aren't going to church anywhere. Uh, and so our our students and the students at Restoration and students at Fellowship Montgomery and all these other churches around, we're encouraging our kids to bring their friends to come to Young Life and have a, a great time. Sure, and, and that's what it's about, because once they start going and they get those relationships and they stay because they want the relationships with their friends, too. That's right. That's right. I so understand we're, that. We're really into creating partnerships, mm-hmm. community partnerships with the other churches and with other organizations in town. Um we just think we're stronger together. Absolutely. So. I, I believe in that as well. So what do you like the best about this church? Oh, uh, well, there's <laughs> so, so many things. There's so many things I could say. <laughs> you know, I usually don't have a problem answering a question, but I think I think the people, um, quite honestly, there's. I wasn't United Methodist when I came mm-hmm. to be the pastor of this church, and I, I've never served a church this large, uh, definitely not as quickly growing as this one is. And so I came here and I hadn't been a person who had to preach every week. Uh, I had never managed a staff. I'd never done any of these things. So it's all been a growing experience. Yes. But my team, I love my team. Mm -hmm. I've got some of the hardest working, most just all in. You have great musicians there as well. Oh, Rafferty and his his team Mm -hmm. are incredibly talented and and beyond their talent, they just, they have a real heart for the Lord and for the people. Uh, As you said earlier, the church is not about the pastor or the staff. It's about the people. And I'm surrounded it's by... It's a group effort, yes. Every morning I've got these these people, you know, the, the lay people of our community who are bringing their friends and their neighbors, and they're not just coming to listen and to check the box. I watch the way they live week to week. I watch the way, going back to, to Harvey, 24 hours before the flooding occurred in our community, there were 40 or 50 people just showed up, and we started making sandbags, bagging people's houses, making sure they'd be prepared for the flood. Never would we have thought we'd have more than the bags could, could manage, but then... Within 12 to 15 hours after the flooding happened, the same group plus another 50 to 60 are there, just taking care of the people. And and I showed up, and people said, thank you to the church. And I had to just admit, this isn't me. This is the the good-heartedness of but these the people. But the church isn't a building. That's right. It's all the people. church. It, when you say the church, that's that right. means the community. We're talking about the body of Christ, the, the, the people. The community, the people that work together to make mm-hmm. it 
a better life. And to see them, <laughs> you, you know, know, latching arms, locking arms sure. with their friends that go to other churches, the, the Christian community really showed what, what we're all about, the very best parts of those who follow after Jesus. That happened mm-hmm. at Harvey. And, and if it had been just up to the pastors, if it was Greg uh, from Restoration and myself or pastors from other local churches, Red at Wildwood, if it had just been us, very little would have gotten done. You're stronger it was together. The people that showed up, and then the churches mm-hmm. looked good, but it was the people. Um, no, it is very true, and, and that's what brings us there. So let's talk again real quick about the things that are coming up. So sure. Christmas Eve. That's right. 3, 3 p.m., 5 o'clock, and 7 o'clock. They're all duplicates. Um, communion, again, too. Communion, children's play, Christmas message, carols, Christmas all of that. carols, cocoa cookies. Light the last candle. That's right. Of the Advent wreath there, if people know what Advent is. And so they should show up and come early. We're, you know, we've got a worship space that can hold 450 or so, but we're anticipating, <laughs> you know, 12 to 1,400 people. New people. And who knows? So come early, and uh, we'd love to see you there for sure. Will you be preaching? I'll be preaching all three services. Okay. And uh, But you'll also have a great time. No. So you can come to all three services <laughs> you, if you wanted to. You, you could come to all three if you're Can you picking. get communion, th- communion three times? Well, it depends on your faith tradition. <laughs> I don't Some know. would say no. <laughs> <laughs> in the United Methodist tradition, you know, you can. But take if you're it as pastoring, you, you like. take it three times, don't you? I don't. I oh, usually okay. just pick one. Because I, I remember that's how the pastor used to do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's there's no in, in the Methodist <laughs> there's, faith, no, there's rules. no rules necessarily <laughs> on how often you take. Um, but out of respect to those traditions that that do have those mm-hmm. sort of built-in traditions, um, I'll <laughs> just funny. say you can take it as often as you like at our church. But uh, just feel free. Three, five, and seven. You can sing. Three, and five, we'll pray and together. Seven. We'll have communion. Okay. We'll watch the children. You hear from me, and then we'll end with the candlelight, silent night, holy night. Okay. So, anything else you want to add? I'm just really grateful, Marty, for you in- inviting me to be a part of, of course. this radio show. I mean, it fits perfect. I'm grateful for this you is all about every Christmas. Monday doing this for the community and the local vendors and, and companies here downtown Conroe mm-hmm. and the Conroe community at large. I watch the way you celebrate all these nonprofits and your, your business partners that aren't necessarily partners of the radio show. They're just friends of yours. They're just friends. You take such it's good about care community. of the people in this area, and so I'm grateful. I care about people, Thanks and for that's me... why I do what I do. Yeah. So, well, no. maybe we should do a radio show, and I should interview you, and you could tell everybody why you I do. did that recently with doing? the Conroe Chamber. I did the <laughs> shrimp tank. Oh, my God, it was felt so weird. <laughs> I'm like, you're asking me questions? Hmm, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, I'm— fairly new back to the community, but uh, I'm part of leadership in Montgomery County right now, and I am really loving getting to know all the people that are in this community and all the different ways that they serve together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we really can be not only one of the fastest growing in the country, but one of the best. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, I can, you can travel different places, but you always come home. That's right. And you come home because of the community and your mm-hmm. comfort level and, and your people, yeah. your tribe. It's a privilege to be <laughs> you know? part of this tribe. That's I'm glad right. we're part of this together. Marcia. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, I'm Margie Taylor, and this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. Next up is Santa. Ooh. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations 
Look up the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Hey y'all, it's DJ Mike from Dance Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Time in Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. Hello, Santa. We are back with our second half with, um, he's actually Santa Ed, but we're going to just call him Santa Claus. And this is like Christmas Eve Eve, right? Right. Is that what this is? Christmas Eve Eve Day? Okay. uh, Tell me about that. I wanted to take some time just for you, Margie. (laughs) Thank you. Because you know I love you and you're you're on the nice list. Thank goodness for that. Unlike I try the really hard. Guest, he was he, on he the needs naughty, a microphone in front of him. List. Yeah, but that's okay. It, so he has next year to work on it, or at least he's on the naughty list. One day, yes. Come on, I know, I know. So, have you been busy, Santa? A little bit, yes. We've been doing quite a few things. Yeah, I love I love children. You know that. I do know and, that. And one of the things that I concentrate on is doing events for kids. So, what you do the, this weekend? Uh, well, let's see. This weekend, um, I've done. Well, let me just put it this way: I did a I did an event where I went to prison for prison entrepreneurship program. I went to a prison in in Cleveland, Texas, and there were men in there that haven't seen me in thirty years. Wow! There was one guy that came up and he said, "You know, I haven't seen you in almost thirty years." And I looked at him and I said, "Yes, I know. I gave you a bicycle the last time I saw you." had that work out and he started crying he said somebody stole it that's one of the reasons why i'm here now oh my gosh and it was one of those the emotion that christmas can pull from somebody the thoughts from way back memories memories it's it's really intense and that's one of the reasons why i love the character 
of Santa Claus is because you not only spread Christmas cheer, but you can make people remember when they really believed. You know, the the bell in the movie Polar Express, where the little boy said that night when he got the bell back from Santa, that his parents couldn't hear it, and his sister could, and he could. But over the years, his sister lost the capability of hearing the bell, but he never did. Santa lives in your heart. That's right. And I love that. I also did an event at the women's Montgomery County Women's Shelter. Mm-hmm. I love going there. My heart goes out to, to those women and, and their, their families. Uh, there were some guys. There were some men there. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how they tied into that. They've been abused as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those. That's, that's a hard thing for me. Because my heart desires to give. Uh, And when I see somebody in a situation where they need, so to speak, I desire to give. And I guess it's whether it's, you know, Christmas blessing or a pat on the head. So you feel as much Santa as they do. Very much so, yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I perform as Santa Claus is because of the emotional um, tie that I have to the holiday and the heart of people. You know, God tells us, love people. Love your neighbors like you love yourself. And I wish that more of us could do that. I wish more of us loved ourselves, because unfortunately, if you don't love yourself, then it's hard to love your neighbor. And for me, spreading the gospel—that's this is this is a mechanism that I use to do just that. I mean, at the end of when I read the the book, "How the Grinch Stole Christmas," I love that book. But "How the Grinch Stole Christmas" at the end, he says, maybe Christmas is not about the packages. The ribbons and the bows. Maybe it has... And his heart grew. Right. And grew and Maybe grew. it means more. And I always use that opportunity to share with the kids that I'm reading to that, you know, Christmas is more. It's more than just getting. It's more than receiving. It's more than giving. It's about the birth of Jesus Christ. There's such a great tie into this show today. Everything starts coming back and forth to us, right? It does. <laughs> yes. Yes, we just heard from uh, Brent all about the the services and Christmas Eve and, you know, what what the church really means and about Jesus Christ. Right. It's all about, it's literally. And being community, not just the church building, but stepping outside your boundaries and helping others. Helping others, Mm -hmm. you know. Continually. And it's not just at Christmas. Right. Finding every mechanism possible. Sure. To bring the hope of Christ into the world. And, And we need that 365 days a year. It's a uh, it's a tremendous, excuse me, tremendous blessing to be able to do that in the in the way that I do it. Obviously, it's a limited amount of time that I can dress up in my suit 
without being looked at on the street as, Ooh, who is, <laughs> who this, is guy? this guy? You know? <laughs> yeah, we were down at the Fremont Experience in yes. Las Vegas. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. <laughs> I did, a, I did, a, I did a, a, um, a, a gig for Cadence Hope. Yes. Uh, I think it was about a week and a half ago at the Pacific, Pacific Yard, Yard House. Yard. Yeah, Yard House. Yes. And, and what a great... What a great organization! That yeah, I is. spotlighted them in my twelve days of Christmas. You I've know, been doing it's the one Courier. Of those things that I, I can't say enough about them and 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 the huge heart. Are you familiar with that organization? No, tell me, tell me more. They help uh, parents with babies in the neonatal unit throughout the country. Mm. They're here in the woodlands. Um, they've become a little bit more known in some of the branding, but they help them not with the medical, but the incidentals that people don't think that add up like hotel or food or gas or Parking. yes, any of those other things that when even if you're local and you have to go down to the medical center, those things add up and add up. So they help with all that. Cadence Hope Foundation. Fantastic organization. They, they, they auctioned off a few signed guitars, one by George Strait. I wanted to thank, uh, thank George if he's listening out there. For, uh, for donating that guitar. What a wonderful gift that was. Mm. Uh, I think it sold for $1,500. How about that? You know, that $1,500 goes a long way in helping people with the incidentals. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you think about it. You go to the medical center, how much does it cost to park? It's 25 mm-hmm. bucks. Right. Every single day. Mm-hmm. Not For not, weeks. Right. Not just five <laughs> yeah. days a week, not just once a month. But if you've got a child in the medical, in the NICU, you're going to be there every day. Or out of state, oh, for my. that matter. Yeah. You know, and he works, um, Wayne, the uh, the founder of the organization, works with all the different hospitals, and they okay. give him referrals when they have babies come into the NICU. Yeah. Well, most of us don't live in the med center, right? Right. So right. right. Well, it's still inconvenient. Goes, it could be a two-hour drive back oh, yeah. and forth, too, yeah. depending on Long time ball. of day. Right. What yeah. a great organization that is. I'm so glad we got to talk about that. I'm glad. I'm glad you did it. And I know you did it at the, the farmer's market yep. when it was hot. <laughs> See, it was, it was in warm. October, I it think, but it was warm. still hot <laughs> yeah. out there. And you did pictures with Santa. But it, you know what? It's warm today. It is warm. I kind of like it cold. I, you know, I, you know, I kind of. In I the 50s prefer, is fine. In, in the, you know, the 50s. Sure. Yeah. That would be nice. Well, I just got back from Las Vegas, yeah. like at midnight last night, oh, and wow. it was in the fifties and forties, low forties at, at night, and we did a lot of walking. What were you doing? But up every there? just celebrating our twentieth anniversary. <laughs> oh, that's right. How cool I'm on is the that? nice side. I didn't do anything naughty. We just walked around and saw things. <laughs> well, now, Mar- now Margie, <laughs> we need to talk about that. You just said she was on the nice list. Well, I mean, the I did. Act- over here when is on the naughty in, side. When she was in Las Vegas. No, no, well, no, no, no. <laughs> it's a different Vegas. Oh, okay. So, All right. Okay. Um, yeah, no, but. Uh, <laughs> It was it was cool, and everybody goes, "Oh, you're from Houston, so it's like 100 degrees here." I'm like, "Well, no, it's actually the exact same weather it is here." If you really want to know, mm-hmm. but uh, I said it has been, but you know, this gets hot too. Right. <laughs> Just <No doubt>. saying. <laughs> anyway, so what's on your list for today? The next couple of days before Christmas? Are you still really busy, Santa? You know, it's it's kind of slowed down as far as as far as appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some other things that that are people that are asking me about. For tomorrow night, Christmas Day, uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm, Are you glad. Out? I'm kind of glad. You know, I mean, it gets very taxing. I'm sure, especially that you um, fell recently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was you fell off your sleigh. That, yeah. That Rudolph went one way and Donner went the other, and I landed on my back in the packed snow and broke my back and broke my leg. Mm. Uh, Does it and, hurt to move? Um. Not necessarily. I mean, like right now, because I'm not sitting with my back supported, 
I can certainly feel it. Sure. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that pull up your big boy pants and say, okay, it's time to go. I get it. You know, I mean, you've got a, you've got a job, even as a character. Mm-hmm. I've got a job that I, I can't let people down. Kids. I, I take that very, very personally. Sure. You see that big old child coming towards you to get on your lap, and I'm sure there's a little wincing. You know, it's it's one of those things that if if they're really big, <laughs> chances are they're able to sit down on my leg without me having to pick them up. Mm. And if if I need help, I'll just ask mom or dad. You know, hey, can yeah. you help me here? Everybody mm. understands. Of course sure. they do. You know, but I I would I would never. I mean, I was outside the studio. Uh, blessing, I blessed a, a couple that was that that walked by. They're like, "What are you doing here?" I came to be on Lone Star Radio, and while I'm here, I might as well bless you as well. That's cool. One of the things that I love to do is to pray over pregnant women. Hmm. And that draws such an incredible emotion from me, my heart. I had a lady contact me this year that I had prayed over last year. Hmm. And she sent me some pictures of her baby. Uh, that were recent and she told me that I mean literally I prayed over her four days before she gave birth last year and she sent me a text saying hey I don't know whether you remember me or not but this is what happened my child was my child had a birth defect uh, a medical birth defect and we knew about it before she was born Uh, and since she prayed over me she's had no uh, no problems from that birth defect it's still Mm -hmm. there but no symptoms. And I firmly believe in the power of prayer mm-hmm. uh, whenever I can. And when I'm not in, in my suit, it's kind of awkward. But I still like to do it. <laughs> I know. I mean, one time my girlfriend was like, you probably shouldn't do that, Ed. <laughs> Random. <laughs> you know, Random. I mean, but I, I, I have such a strong feeling for for babies in the womb, yeah, um, you could, you could, you can, you can turn me on a dime when it comes to um, when it comes to abortion. Mm. That just breaks my heart. Forty million babies were aborted in the United States last year. Forty million, and most of them were black. The black community is doing a tremendous disservice to itself. But America is doing a tremendous disservice to its citizens. Those are unborn citizens. But there's 40 million that died last year. And that just breaks my heart. I mean, it truly makes me So cry. that really is where your heart is I for praying for the, the women babies. and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm when I'm not in character, I go to the Ark in Conroe, uh, and they have given me the opportunity to rock babies in the nursery. That's nice, and I adore that. You give me a baby, I don't care how they're feeling; they can be crying. I don't care. I always lower my voice 
And if I can get him to touch my beard, I've got him. And it's real beard. Yeah, it's a real too. beard. Yes. You didn't color it or anything like no, that. It is what it is. Yeah. Because you're Santa. Of course. You and your Santa in spirit is where I'm going with this. Yes, and that's all that's, year round. I'm Santa in spirit all year round. Mm-hmm. I do. I wear the beard all year round. Number one, because I'm not a not a very hairy guy, and I don't I don't grow, grow hair very fast. Um, and I have people. I have kids. Literally, when I'm walking into the gym, will look at me like, dude. <laughs> you know, it's july it's so not right. trending right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or they're envious yes perhaps they're, they're perhaps. Kind of wondering about you know are you shouldn't you be at the north pole so you're making a difference you're changing lives one life at a time yes so tell me some other tell me a couple of quick stories of some things when people come little kids come sit on your lap you know, you I probably had, had a, a lot of recently. I had a child. <laughs> had a child recently. I was in Fulcher, which is south uh, southeast of Houston, uh, and we were at a private party where we had plenty of time to give each child uh, time to sit on Santa's lap and tell me what you wanted for Christmas. And I ask him, "What's the best Christmas present you've ever been given?" And at the end of them telling me what their best Christmas present was, I would tell them mine. And my best Christmas present that I've ever been given was the birth of Jesus Christ. And I told this little boy that uh, my best Christmas present was Jesus. And he looked at me and says, who's that? Oh. And I, for a second, I was taken back by, oh, wow, we're at a Christmas party. And we're celebrating his birth. And this young man, eight years old, has no idea who he is. And I said, well, he's the, he's the reason that we come and celebrate Christmas. I said, Christ is the root word in Christmas. And Jesus was the Christ. And he said, how do you know that? I said, well, it tells me that in the Bible. And he looked at me and he says, what's that? And I started crying. I, I started crying. I was, I, I, I was like, Oh my, we live in the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. Or at least this what we used to be called the Bible Belt. The heart of the Bible Belt. The fourth largest city in the United States. And there's one child that doesn't know what the Bible is, let alone who Jesus Christ is. So I spent my five minutes with him, and I gave him a brief on what it is that, number one, that we're celebrating and why and for who but the long there's a book out there that can give you the, the, the real story behind it because it starts in Genesis and ends in Revelation and it's a tremendous story if you will allow God to present it to you there's a lot in there, there there's drama yes. there's romance there's suspense there's you know, if somebody would do a movie, <laughs> if Steven Spielberg, if you're listening, sir, if you would do <laughs> a movie. Wayne Keller was. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne Caden's Hope was listening. Okay. <laughs> yeah. if, if you would do a movie on the Bible, tremendous. I mean, think about that. I mean, David, a man after God's own heart. He, he's a murderer. He, he, he slept. I mean, how many wives did he have? Just that. You know, he slept with Bathsheba and killed her husband after she gave birth to an illegitimate child. 
and we condemn one another for our not being politically correct, we should forgive each other and forget political correctness. Because I'm a Christian, and I don't have a problem telling people I'm a Christian. And if that offends you, that's fine. I don't care. Because I'm saved. And it was by the blood of Jesus Christ that I'm here right now. And I love telling people about that. I use this, this suit as a, 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 a avenue to, to tell kids. And since that little boy, when I left that, when I left that party that night, I was thinking about it and God said to me, he says, you know, Ed, I told you to spread the seeds. You don't know, you don't care where they go. Some are going to land on good soil and grow. Some are going to land in the weeds. Some are going to land in the thorns. Some are going to land in the rock. You don't care. I don't care. All I want you to do is spread the seeds. You spread the seeds, I'll make sure the ones that grow, that need to grow, grow. So that's what Santa's doing. That's what Santa Mm -hmm. does. Isn't it too bad that the, the church has had this historical at odds kind of thing with Santa and the and the secular Christmas story. But I'm sitting here listening to Santa. Isn't that thinking, amazing? I'm so grateful that... Isn't that, that funny how that, this all worked out? That Santa and the church <laughs> yep. can coexist. Right. Uh, and I wish more churches would allow that. I would donate my time to a church that would allow me to come in, obviously take pictures and have fun, but there's a way in which, when handled appropriately, mm-hmm. to spread the gospel. Yeah, one of Santa's helpers uh, attends our church on our Woodlands campus, and uh, I spent a week with him um, out of season. We spent a week doing Was mission that work be together. Mr. Sikowski? Uh No, it's oh, okay. not. His name is Bob Gronberg. Okay. <laughs> Robert Gronberg, and he's a uh, one of the most selfless, giving, caring men I know, most committed follower of Jesus that I know. And uh, in season, he's able to bring Christmas cheer yeah. and hope and joy and love and mm-hmm. peace, all the things we talk mm-hmm. about in the church building. Right. Uh, he's able to take it to people and to places that we'll never reach. And right. to eight-year-old kids, through, maybe, through yeah. who, who are asking right. questions, yes. who is this Jesus? Right. And, you know, I go into public schools. I go, I'm, in, I'm invited to go into all kinds of different places. You have more access than I do. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's exactly yes, why. Yes, Santa absolutely. does. Absolutely correct. And, and you know... Launched. <laughs> One of the things that I would love to find is a church that would sponsor uh, candy canes. You know, give me a small track. Let's wrap it in a candy cane, put a nice little ribbon on it, and and I'll pass them out. Wow, what a tremendous idea of getting the word, literally the word, into the hands of the children. Mm. Because that's, Jesus called, bring me the children. Mm-hmm. Because he knew that they would believe. Bring me the children. Well, he went further. If you don't, if you keep them away from me, it, it wasn't good for those who would keep the children away from right. Jesus. That's Unfortunately, right. look at That's our country. Right. Let the children come forward. So, Santa, we have about a minute. Okay. I want to hear ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. That's Merry good. Christmas. Merry Christmas.
And Merry a good Christmas. evening to all. A Merry Christmas to all. all. Right. So, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. So, can people still engage with you within these yes. next two days? Yes, they can. What's the best way to contact so you, Santa? So, my, my website is santaclaushtx.com. And my Facebook page is Real Beard Santa Ed. Obviously, www.facebook forward slash Real Beard Santa Ed. And they can leave me a message there. Or if you'd like, you can text my cell phone. I'm, I'm not afraid to give that out. It's 713-703-2701. And Santa, and, you even do um, phone conversations, right? Yep, and videos. Okay. Uh, send me the name of your child and, and what they would like for Christmas. I'll shoot a video and send okay. it back to you. Well, thank you both for coming on here for our Christmas show. And we probably will replay this again next week, even though it'll be after the fact. We're still celebrating Christmas. So, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you I love both. You. I love you too, Ed.